here at WAND Radio strive to bring you the very best entertainment the High Academy for the Celestial and the Occult has to offer. The Academy would like to remind our listeners that unicorns and other virtuous beings should enjoy WAND Radio at their own risk. Uh, yeah, the management is not responsible for the continued purity of your unicorn. Thank you. Rupert von Koenig. I am the Lord of Lizards, the Chancellor of Chinchillas, His Holiness of the Hermit Crabs, Emmett. Forgot the, the the pontiff of um something. Calliope, help. What's a what's a P? Um, petunias. They can be pets. N- well, I guess. The pontiff of pets. Yeah, yeah, that works. I was going to say the pontiff of puppies, but those are not tiny and diminutive. Well, I mean, they could be. Patamillion, panthers, parrots, peacocks, pelicans, penguins. Parrots. Oh, parrots, yeah. That would work. What's wrong with penguins? Nothing's wrong with penguins. They're tiny. They can be. I suppose. Have you seen an emperor penguin? I've seen a horse fly. Not for very long. Um, Unless you're talking about the Pegasus, but then that's that's beside the point. The Thaco School of Fine Arts will be accepting applicants to a brand new course of study at our university. Magical tattoos. Students in the program can expect to learn the fundamentals of illusory scripts, animated imagery, and spell storing. Mm. Please send applications to the registrar before the Canonites holiday to be considered for the first round of classes. Um, but here's a question. Canonites is whenever you want it to be. They have... Oh, that's true. That's true. We can go... So basically send them in now. Like, seriously. Because <laughs> you never know when they're going to do the cutoff. That's 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 a pretty horrible system right there. It's whenever the registrar decides to go home for the holiday. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Magic tattoo sounds pretty good, though. I've been interested in it for a while, but now that we're actually getting college credit for it, I think I might apply. I'll just have to um, increase my back face. You can get one of your uh, your girlfriend's name, or maybe her face, and it might talk at you all day long. Why didn't you do the dishes? Rupert, where are you? Come home right now! Why haven't you clipped your toenails? Yeah, all these things. You need to clip your talons. They scratch and hurt. While you're sleeping, you stab me in the back. You're a backstabber, Rupert. What is wrong with this tattoo? I don't think tattoos just talk at you. I mean, that would be... I mean, maybe you could use it. No, he would have programmed it to do that. It's his love language. Nagging is his love language? Yeah. It wasn't in the book, but, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. It is a universal thing. (sighs) Okay. 
After much debate and consideration, the University Board of Directors has decided to allow students to keep one tiny pet, one to two diminutive pets, or three to eight fine-sized pets in their dorm rooms. Pets will be subject to review by the dorm RAs. Pets must be registered with the dormitory board, or students and their pets will be subject to plane shifting. Hey, uh, there's a problem here, though. I'm looking through the, the book here. Um, it doesn't define mm-hmm. any animals as diminutive or fine anymore. Hmm. It, everything's tiny. Like, from an ant Mine. all the way up to, like, uh, a puppy dog. They're all tiny. Hmm. So I guess if you get an ant farm, you can have one ant. Hmm. I mean, you think about it. If you only could have eight ants, I mean, that's still not much of a farm. That's true. But, like, eight goldfish. That's a lot of goldfish. It is. You know, you would never want, like, eight koi unless you had a rather large pond, and then it's not in your dorm room. It's in a pond, so. Do you know how hard it is to be koi around eight people? No. Everybody has different tastes. And yours is goldfish. I prefer salmon. Ew. Smoked, or just, you know, as is? Sushi. It's the only way I eat it. Cooked fish is an abomination. I, I beg to differ, but I can understand why. You're right. Fish and chips, that there is an acceptable way to cook fish. Beer battered and deep fried. Fish biscuits? Nope. I like fishy biscuits. No fishy biscuits. Mm. Oh, well. So we have... Uh, the Thackle Performing Arts Center will have limited screenings for the film Behold Her, the newest directorial effort of the Xanathar Filmhouse. Early reviews are in, and this movie is something worth seeing. The film is especially designed for viewing by students with increased viewing capabilities. I heard they recorded it in 4D. It's on every single wall of the theater. You can see it in the round. Oh. That's very immersive. But it's the same film on every wall. Yes. It's not like different angles. It's it's the same. So it's like what they do with like the blue and red 3D, but now they've done it like... All around. Mm-hmm. Quad D. Surround sound at its finest. 3D cubed. That's like nine whole D. It'd be like if they had to, in, in order to make you view it, they had to spin you around very, very fast. So that way it's just one, like a stereoscopic movie theater screen. How much must it suck to, ha- to be uh, uh, somebody with dark vision in a movie theater? Like, everything becomes black and white as soon as they turn the lights out? Well, I... That would be problematic. But I imagine that the, the the film screen is bright enough that it wouldn't trigger dark vision. Oh, right. The, the film screen, sure. But I'm talking... You could see the audience perfectly. So you see every time somebody picks their nose, or the two people making out, or, you know, that, that person that's throwing jujubes at that other person. Sorry. They, they would be the first people that would actually know what that film on the floor is. Oh. Do you really want to be the first person to know what that film on the floor is? That I'm, I'm, I'm yes, ending your original point that you wouldn't want to have this. No, I understand, but it just doesn't seem like that's something you'd want to do. That's what I'm saying. It'd be horrible. But you just don't look down. You're like, I ain't looking. I don't want to know. You're like movie theater hires you. Hey, can you come in and inspect all these little stains and things? Tell me, tell us exactly what they are, so we can track down the perpetrators. Ew. Like, no. I don't care how much you're trying to pay me. I'm not going to CSI your movie stains. <laughs> Cinema science investigator? Yes. CSI. Oh, boy. 
Well, that's it for the school announcements this week. What? No, no, no funny puns. So we can go do our little yeah thing. Put on your sunglasses. And... Um, hmm. I have to. Th- I'll have to come back to that. I'll have to think of something. So, all right, fine. Won't be as funny then. Well, so. I mean, now that you pointed it out, is it really going to be funny anyway? Well, you cut this part out. Then it will be funny. I cut whatever I damn well please. Or you just take it. Or you just take it. You cut it up back at the front. You put you put that at the front, and then we talk about it like this, and then this will be funny too. Well, how about we just call curtains on this joke? Yeah. I guess that's the best we're gonna get. That's what you get. I won't throw a fit. I, I I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I I can't be on my game all the time. Dear Wandolas, my parents paid to put me through school to study evocation, just like them. But lately, I've been auditing a few of the musical magics classes. I've never been so enamored with a particular field, and I'm thinking about changing my major to Bard. Ooh, please do. More the barrier. Am I crazy? Not in the least bit. What should I tell my parents? That's why we teach you deception skills. Uh, sincerely, Moonstruck by Music. Well, that's with the assumption that you can't cast evocation spells through Bardic Magic. Of course you can. Absolutely. Yeah, you can do both. You could have had both. Yeah. What? Sorry. It's a... Never mind. I thought we were going with the movie thing still. It's a play off of typical movies where people have to choose between one or the other. But the end, after it's too late, they realize they could have had both. And it's sad. Of course. Like, you didn't have to choose between the learning of the piano and your insulin. But you chose your music. You know, and and then you died, and then you find out later they could have had both. Did what? Uh, what film is this, so that I can avoid it? The keys to my heart, something like that. Piano keys. That sounds like a terrible movie. The piano keys. Ugh. Piano keys to my heart. Um. Well, Moonstruck by Music. The Bard. Or maybe it was Piano Keys. I'm sweet on you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well what's wrong i don't got nothing i'm just trying pankeus um piano keys yeah trying to work eyelet of linger hands in there somewhere but it's not working pankreas piano keys tomato tomato well all my brain is doing right now is my pankreas Better than you know, paint. All right, let's move on here. Um, yeah, you can have both. You don't need to choose one or the other. Why? I mean, you just do evocation with a minor in music, or you do music with a minor in evocation, or you do double major. What the hell? Why not? I mean, there's a lot of famous musicians who specialize in evocation magic, like Skrillex. No, that's just that's just constant cutting words. Absolutely. Where do you think all those lighting effects come from? You should not be afraid to speak to your parents about your love of music and bardic inspiration that you have gathered from auditing these courses. And, you know, if you if you study evocation magic and bardic music, they always say that music soothes the savage beast, and then you can roast them with a fireball. Or you could do your own pyrotechnics at your launch show. I was just about to say. You do your own pyrotechnics, you make the, the music part of the casting, and nobody ever knows the wiser. 
And then when you, you know, the power technics, quote unquote, accidentally burned down the theater, you and your buddy run away with the insurance money, you're doing great. You never heard it from us. Nope. And if your parents have too much uh, to say negative about your choices, I mean, there is always a good vicious mockery to help put them back in their place and understand that it is your life, not theirs. And at the same time, if you need to, there are, you know, scholarship programs out there if they cut you off. Don't be worried about that. Follow your heart and your dreams. And then learn how to uh, speak. And so when you talk to your parents, you use those wonderful uh, skills that you have picked up to convince them why you were right in the first place. Diplomance them. Right, yes. Just just make sure, uh, you know, and this is all great. As long as your heroes that you're following trying to be like are not the great white. Why would that be an issue? Because I'm old. I take it that the Great White is a, is an actual music group. Yeah, the Great White's an actual music group that burned down a, a thing with their pyrotechnics. Oh. And here I was thinking just the who with giving someone, one of the band members, tinnitus. It was only like five years ago. Pretty big deal. Let's move on to the next question, shall we? Sure. Dear Wand, if you were going to take over the multiverse, where would you start? I hop. Why I hop? Because they have delicious waffles. That's debatable on every level. What, what's wrong? What's wrong with I hop waffles? Everything. The fact that they have waffles whenever you want them is the only reason I hop wins. Of course, you could say the same about Denny's. I agree. There's only two things that are decent at Denny's. Coffee. I don't drink coffee. And the fact that you can play, you can play tabletop games there for twenty four hours a day. 36, and it was Alliance. Uh, that was um, their hash browns <laughs> covered and smothered. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. I, that, is, that is an amazing thing, and uh, the moon's over my hammy. It's actually a decent hammer, a decent sandwich. You put those two things together, and you have got a rockin' breakfast. But you pretty much only after you have a hangover. So, yeah, I would take over one of those 24-hour breakfasty diner places. All of them. The entire franchise. That is an interesting uh, place to start. Where would you start, Emmett? Uh, the Evil League of Evil. Why is that? Because it's cheap. It's cheap? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cheap to get in. Only costs a penny. Ugh. Oh my god. Too soon. It's always going to be too soon. It will always be too soon. Um, no, seriously, let's see. Um, I don't really know. I never had aspirations to take over much of anything. I don't... I, I just want to live and let live. I, mean, I suppose if I was going to do that, you'd start with wealth or power or something. I don't know. I just, I guess maybe a, a, a deck of many things or a ring of three wishes would be a good start. I suppose so. So, Calliope, same question. Where would you start? The Girl Scouts. What? Why? Have you ever turned down a Girl Scout cookie? Oh my god, she's right. Yes. What the hell's your problem? If the only thing that was available were peanut butter patties, they're not my favorite thing. No, no, no. I think what she's saying is, if they had your favorite, would you turn it down? Ever. Oh, my God. That's why they make so many varieties. They're covering as much ground as possible. They're devious. Have you ever put uh, grasshoppers in the freezer? And if you think about it... Yes, those are my favorite. Wait, you put put grasshoppers in the freezer? The grasshopper cookies. Come on. 
Oh, all right. Um, if you think about it, they're much better than the uh, the Boy Scouts. All they ever want to do is put their nuts in your mouth. So, you know, it's... it's uh, uh, <laughs> Ooh. Getting in on the kid-diddling jokes. Okay. They sell nuts. What? The Boy Scouts sell nuts every year. Oh, in tins. Yeah, in the popcorn tins. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You're horrible. So, yeah, I would start with the Girl Scouts. I, I agree. I think the Girl Scouts would be a good place to start. Um, I would I would probably, uh, if I wanted to take over uh, any part of the multiverse, I would probably start by swearing fealty to uh, to Calliope. Um, because that would, I, I think she's got the best chance of anyone. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, I was afraid of that. All right, uh, what's next? Dear Bondies. Also, um, by the way, uh, the Girl Scout troop that I sponsor is going to be selling cookies pretty soon. Um, dear Wandies, I'm working on a senior project for a transmutation course and wanted to try a twist on an old classic. In my attempts to turn gold into lead, I haven't been able to stop my gold bars from turning into loaves of bread. This project has gotten really expensive and I've gained a few pounds from all the extra carbs. Should I switch my thesis or admit defeat and open a bakery? Love, baked into a corner. I mean... It better be damn good bread for a whole bar of gold to turn into one loaf of bread. I mean, isn't this what everybody does? Turning? Use use gold metal for their loaves of bread? Um, I guess. I mean, in an indirect way, I guess. I mean, I've always used gold metal flour. Fucking hell! <laughs> is, that, is that his handwriting? Did he write that one just so he could use that joke? Clappy, let me see the paper. Nope, that, that's an actual moment. Okay. Thanks a lot. Baked into a corner. That was a very and, witty uh, Maybe you need to stop shipping so many people. I think it's starting to leak into your magic. What? Why would shipping... They're obviously creating too many ship names because it's leaking into their magic. Loaves of bread became lead. Oh, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But why would you want to turn gold into lead? Isn't it supposed to be the other way around? Well, that's what I was saying. It's the senior project is trying to twist it around backwards, and maybe that's the issue. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, okay. Let's say, well, how about you turn bread into lead, and then you turn lead into gold? One, one, and that's the circle of life. One, um... One metal into another is not that impressive. Turning gold into bread is pretty fucking impressive, especially if it's permanent. This is true. Especially if the bread is tasty. What kind of bread is it? Oh, that's a good question. Because it could be something disgusting like hardtack, or it could be a nice brioche, or a challah. It'd be delicious. Ooh, French loaf with rosemary and garlic baked right into it. Oh, so good. Um... I didn't eat lunch today. That's making me so hungry. Now I want bread. You should open a bakery. Just cut to the chase. Open a bakery. Do it for me now. Open the bakery. We will be happy to uh, be patrons of your wares and enjoy your tasty creations. Wait. Do, don't we have that uh, that bowl that you put stuff into and it breaks it down into its components? Yeah. Yeah. So you can break it down, take the grain, and make Goldschlager. Oh, I like it. I like it. That's a really good way of thinking about that. You have a bakery and distillery combination and just call it the gold standard. Ooh, perfect. And charge a buttload of fucking money for it. You heard it here first. Well, there you go. We're willing to sell you that bowl very cheap. 
plus royalties, of course. Only your five best loaves of your best bread and at least a couple of gold, but yeah. A day. Exactly. I was going to say, why not just get a percentage? No, I'm... See, this is what... This is where we should have started taking over the multiverses with this bread company. I think that's been Calliope's idea the whole time. I think that's why we do this show. It's to take over the multiverse? No, I, I do the show because it's college credit. And you need your college credits to... Bum, bum, bum. Finish my... Finish my degree and my major and, and my... My... Bard college. And speaking to people ten minutes at a time is, uh... Excellent practice. Excellent. Hey, I got it. Uh, so, uh, it looks like whoever left this stain saw the 340 showing of Behold Her. That's the ticket. Yeah! Did you just stick a finger up your ass? What the hell just happened there? Did you die? <laughs> I was, I was trying. I was trying, I was trying to contribute. I was, I was yes ending with my vocal strain. Oh, you, you, you done did great. All right, ad break time. Barbarian gold style Good beer. Barbarian beer. I'll take barbarian too. But it's my beer. Oh dear. Well, I like it too. You do. We, we like, like barbarian. How about you buy your own? It's barbarian beer for, for you. So, uh, Wand has been a part of a network and community-wide effort to raise money for the Trevor Project. Um. From November 1st through November 15th of this year, uh, you, we are raising money to help LGBTQ plus kids in crisis through uh, asking for your help and your donations. And in return, we will give you our love, gratitude, and uh, bonus content and fun prizes. We've already smashed through several goals that we've set so far. Uh, the first goal was almost broken before we even started uh, the fundraiser. So keep your support coming. We appreciate it, and uh, the Trevor Project appreciates it. Uh, we just want to do as best we can because the cause is worthwhile and they deserve our support. Um, every dollar that is donated is a minute of support time through the direct... Um, what they call counselors uh, for uh, suicide and crisis prevention or crisis intervention um, efforts. So it's uh, very, very worthwhile. And 90% of all the money that they take in through fundraising efforts, such as what we are going through right now, is contributed directly to their projects and to their efforts uh, within the community. So uh, they take just enough to keep the lights on and pay for you know, the services that they provide, but everything goes goes funneling into their programs. 
And uh, they're, they have four major programs. They have an education wing that uh, provides education for people about gender issues and LGBTQ plus issues. They have uh, the TrevorSpace.org, which is all about, uh, it is a social network for LGBTQ plus youth ages uh, 13 to 24 and their allies to go and have a safe place to, to meet and gather. Uh, they have uh, their their counselors that is Monday through Friday on open, uh, office hours um, that are available for chat or phone. And then, of course, they have a 365-day-a-year, seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-day uh, suicide hotline. So they've got a lot of amazing services they offer, uh, and all that money comes down to about a million dollars a year they need to spend uh, to be able to save all the lives they do every year. And uh, that's what we're helping them do. So this is part of the Nerds Giving effort by the Nerdsmith Network. And a few other folks who are on this journey with us are um, our World Anvil, uh, Seasons of Skyrend, Jari's Curious Crafts, Monster Crush, Potterfig Weekly, Champions of the Earth, Chaotic Goodness, Plot Hunters, Taldori Day, Midnight Kingdoms, The Cantatophan Pansophical, and Dear DM. And as, as Rupert said, we have smashed through our first couple of goals. We are currently sitting, uh, before uh, even before a few final totals from Countless Heroes and a few other uh, Nerdsmith Network shows, we're currently sitting out of, at $1,118 raised for the Trevor Project. And our current goal right now is $1,500. We would love to be able to smash that and even move up our goal to 2000 Yes, and um, the uh, so if you want to donate, you can go to nerdsmith.org slash Trevor or nerdsmith.org slash nerds-giving, and either one of those takes you to the same place, so just go to the slash Trevor, and uh, you'll see all of the different people that are participating. You can click on any one of those donut, donut, any one of those donate links uh, down below any of the participants, or if you want to see more about that participant, you can just click on their name. Uh, every team is tracked individually, but it all goes to the same place. It all goes to the lump total. It is all given directly to Nerdsmith, so uh, you can see all that. If you want to support this show through donations for us and help us win... Uh, Win the the uh, the accolades of of the others and 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 beat them, I guess, with our totals. Uh, you just give that to the Nerdsmith directors, as all the directors are are uh, pooling their shows under one banner. Um, and uh, you can go ahead and. Um, uh, click on that to to do that. And oh, and every day, uh, as long as we get a, at least uh, a couple of donations in a day, we'll hold a raffle. Otherwise, those people will be rolled on to the next day. And um, we'll, we're doing a raffle for prizes. Uh, we got a bunch, like a hundred different prizes. We're, we're packing up into little groups. So every day, we're gonna have more and more prizes to give away. Yeah, we need to do our. We need to pick for yesterday's out of yesterday's donors too. So we'll do that after we record. Did we have enough? Oh, we had about six or seven. All right, yeah, that's great. Then we can do that. So we'll do that. So anyway, please, uh, please come and help us out and support this amazing company. Uh, you you won't find a better group of people uh, doing an amazing work. They are just they're just fantastic people, uh, and they're working very very hard, and they uh, they can use our support. So please come along and help us. So uh, if you could uh, if you could do us a favor and just go and do that right now, we'd appreciate it. We'll wait. Do do. Oh, that was the other thing. 
If you donate during all this great donation time, you are getting access to bonus content. I know they said something about that earlier, but we didn't talk about it. it. Uh, these two wrote me <laughs> into being on some sort of uh, uh, dating show and tried to get me to date. Well, I'm not going to tell you. You got to go find it out. You go and you go and see what kind of what kind of monster they tried to get me to date. Uh, some kind of horrible, uh, icky creature. They were putting me on the dating game in, uh, and, and, uh, it was me and Cookie and, and some really sexy guy. And the three of them, we were trying really hard, uh, to, to date this, this girl. We didn't know who they were, but oh my God. And if you want to know what happened, well, you're going to have to make a donation, um, of, of at least a hundred dollars or more, right? Yeah. No, yeah, at least a hundred dollars or more. One hundred dollars if you want access to my pain. Hey, my pain's worth a lot more than that. One dollar. My pain is worth a hundred dollars. It was worth a dollar. They they will enjoy it. It was worth a dollar. Okay, one dollar per per minute. So thirty some odd dollars worth of my pain um or something like that. And what? It's just a dollar. So wait, they can they can donate one dollar they get access to just our bonus content or everyone's bonus content? Everyone's everyone's Wait, so they get access to Polly and to all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's see, that's ridiculous. So you, so they'll be able to listen to us over on Shenanigans, and they'll be able to listen to us over on Countless Heroes, and they'll be able to download Will Crossweight's music and 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 uh, and Aiden Chan's ten minute loop of his awesome music and all that. They're gonna get all that for a buck. Yep. Mm-hmm. And everyone is Chad. Well, I guess, I guess if they're cheap. Then they could do it for a buck, but it is for charity. So let's hope that they're a little bit better than that. Donate. Anyways, it is an amazing, very worthwhile cause. We would really appreciate if you would uh, just open your wallet a little bit. We're not asking money for us. We are asking money to help people. We're asking your help to save people's lives. So please, please open up your wallet just a little bit uh, and we will reward you handsomely. I promise. Even I have donated. Oh. <gasps> Who are you and what have you done with Clyde? An evil wear koala has donated. The the wear koala, koala of no yet fixed alignment. Oh, it's fixed. Yeah, it's fixed. It just we just don't it hasn't been revealed yet, but I got my suspicions. Uh, 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 uh. Wanderers, I saw an ad in the school paper that someone was getting rid of an iron stone for pretty cheap, and I thought it would come in handy for my studies. However, now it is painfully obvious that the stone is cursed. I can't get it to stop orbiting my head and making fart noises whenever I'm talking. Is there a way to get rid of the curse but keep the stone? I could really use the help. Yours, none the wiser. It did. It depends on what the iron stone does. I mean, how does it help you with your studies? Does it help you remember more? Does it help you increase your smarts? Does it uh, make you more charismatic so you can deceive your professor so that you can cheat off of somebody else's paper? Um, and what is the curse? Is the curse that you can't get it to stop floating or you can't get it to stop farting? There's a lot of questions here. 
need answers. I'm pretty sure the curse is the farting part. I'm, I'm going to agree with that there. I mean, I know very little about them, but um, you know what? I'm pretty sure I don't want anything making fart noises when I speak. Well, um, now what if you what if you swallowed it? I mean, you still get the magic, right? But then nobody can hear it fart. But it's whenever he, they, he, they, it's whenever they talk. So as soon as they open their mouth, just, it sounds like they're just shit talking. <laughs> I thought the stone was making the fart noises whenever they talk. This is poor grammar. The stone is making the fart noises. All right, so you just, you swallow it. But that doesn't necessarily, so then you start farting then because you've swallowed the stone every time you start talking. No, that's not, the stone is making noise. It doesn't make me, it would make me fart if it was out there in the real world or if it was in my tummy. Either way. And if you swallowed it, it would sound like a burp, I think. It's supposed to... That's true. If you, as you talk and it comes out. For maybe a few... Maybe for, for an hour or two, but then it'll it'll be going elsewhere. And you won't have to worry about it for a few more hours. But then I don't think you're getting the magic after you've um, expelled it. You know what? This too shall pass. It's no big deal. You ever tried passing an iron stone? It's not the best thing. I think you're thinking of kidney stones. No, I haven't. Neither sounds pleasant, honestly. Can you imagine ion stone, kidney stone is like just floating out there around you the whole time, just being all jagged and gross? No, thanks. Maybe you could put a a small localized silence spell on the uh, on the stone, Ooh. so it you know it doesn't fully extend the full twenty feet. It just extends in a small bubble around the stone, so that way it could keep making the fart noises, but no one would be able to hear it at all. Ever. Speaking of silence spell, That's a maybe you should idea. try that of those parakeets over there. You're already getting a head start on having the uh, the pets, huh? I've told you that the tweets are aggressive. They keep coming in. They're trying to tell you something. Big Bird's like, I need a fix. I haven't seen Snuffleupagus in three days. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, Big Bird. You almost had your token. Oh. <laughs> wow. And today's lesson is don't give up. If you fail, just try again. You'll find that vein. Wow. I mean, if you want to stop seeing Snuffleupagus and start chasing the dragon, I'm sure there's other ways you can go about it. There's dragons on campus. We could do this for you. You don't even need any drugs. Just go talk to the Dean. Anyway, let's see here. Uh, Dear Rupert, Calliope, and Emmett, I have a hot date tonight with the prettiest lady on campus. Where is your favorite place in town to get dinner? Romantic atmosphere is a plus. Signed, Hungry Romantic. Um, have you heard about this new bakery that's going to be opening up pretty soon? It does sound pretty romantic. I don't really, um, uh, you know, I haven't been out on a date in a while, so, uh, I don't really know what's out there, so... Rupert and Emmett, you two are the, the serial daters of this podcast. Not, not, not that you date other multiple... That sounded really bad. You are the people that go out on dates far more than I do. Uh, you are probably better at picking out romantic locations. That was all I was trying to say. Yes, that we go on serial dates, but not with different people. Is what you meant. Yes, uh, understood, understood. Exactly, that's what I was trying to say. Is this person going out with your, uh, uh, your, your girlfriend, uh, Rupert? I may or may not have written in this question myself. <laughs> uh-huh, I figured, I knew it. So, Emmett. You, you know more about any of the others than I do. 
the most romantic place on campus for me is my dorm room. So or my apartment. Don't uh, you don't want to be going there? Trust me. But it's where is your favorite place in town to get dinner? Not to make dinner, or you know, yeah, it might be romantic atmosphere, but you you don't just get food there unless you get it delivered. I do. No, it's just it's just there magically every day. I think that's your roommate's food. I don't have a roommate. Then what? Help. I don't know. Magic. Can't just hand wave this. What what kind of magic? What kind of food is appearing? I have no idea. It's all sorts. It's pretty much whatever I want. Um like like last night it was uh chicken and dumplings. That was really good. Okay. Two nights ago it was uh like um uh, it was a steak and and uh and those little tiny uh, cabbages, what are they called? Brussels sprouts. Like with this like a uh, little orange drizzle on top of them. Orange drizzle. What what was in the orange drizzle? I don't know. It was just it was orange and tasted orangey. Mm. It was oh. kind of like a marmalade sort of orange drizzle. Ah, so I I misunderstood. I thought it was just colored orange, like a chipotle sauce. Kind of a citrusy, citrusy sort of uh, delicious kind of sauce. Do you think Flossie is like sending him food? Beaming me food down? I don't think she can do that. That would take a lot of energy. And she'd probably use a lot of ship resources they don't need to be using. You know, this sounds that sounds like Flossie. Yeah, that might be happening. Hmm. Lucky man. That sounds that sounds fun. Um so I was really hoping you hadn't written written into this question. That would have been a perfect catch twenty two. I said I may or may not have. I didn't ad- actually admit to writing it, so it might be some other person who is in a similar pickle. With dating your girlfriend. Well, considering the questions Considering the questions come to me, um, I will confirm that this one was not sent in by Rupert. Ha! There. So I ask again, is this person going out with your girlfriend tonight? I sincerely hope not. No? You you hope that your girlfriend's not the prettiest girl on campus? All right. I mean, that's... If you say so. Well, my girlfriend is the prettiest girl on campus, or so I think. Then he's going out with your girlfriend. Everyone has different tastes. Someone might not think that she's the prettiest girl on campus because it's not per their taste. All right. I think she's gorgeous. I this this. I know you do. Uh, so do a lot of people. You're getting me in trouble. Yep, that oh, was I, the idea. Uh, I just want to take a. Oh my, <laughs> my God. Uh. That was the idea. Yep. Lana, pay no attention to the Emmett underneath the cowboy hat. Yeah, don't pay any attention to me, even if I am your favorite. Why would you be Lana's favorite? I don't know, just got a hunch. Anyway, you guys have not provided any answers to this question. Where do you take Lana out? Well, we've been to a barbecue place. We've been to uh, an Italian restaurant, which is very good. They hand make their own pastas. Uh, We've been to several burger joints. Uh, I think we've gotten pizza a couple of times. Um... There's always cooking in. Uh, that that is a that is a popular one. Um, we've gone to a Mexican food place that was good. Uh, we've gone to a a half brow style restaurant that was uh, it wasn't very romantic but it was very tasty. Uh, the schnitzel is amazing. Um, yeah, lots of different places. So uh, go somewhere that she will enjoy the food. Um, that is the best bet, because you can forgive a lot if the food is delicious and the service is good. So it doesn't matter what the environment looks like. Just go where the food is well done and the the help is, is on their game. 
So those are my recommendations. So there, there's this one place on the edge of town that's uh, it's uh, next to this gigantic weeping willow tree, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's got this this beautiful sign out front with this kind of weeping willow on it. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's got real good food. I think it's called the Morning Wood because it's weeping. It's morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yep. yeah, no, I got it. There's that uh, sailor place down by the port, uh, the Half Mast. That's that's where they got a good uh, got good food there. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Well, isn't there a, what's that halfling uh, vegetarian place across town called? Full Chub. No, 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 the one right next to it. Oh, oh, apologies. I don't, I haven't been there. Oh, the Twig and Berries. That's right. Are you sure it's the Full Pub or is it the Salty Chub? The Salty Chub. It was the Full Chub. That, that, that was the, yeah. Okay, got it. Um, well, I, I've heard that there is this restaurant, um, on a ship out in the harbor where you can go out and, um, they do like a, a bay cruise, kind of, just an evening cruise, and they have a very nice dinner. Mm. Um, that comes they do shellfish there? They do do shellfish, yes. Is that the clam hammer? Yes. <laughs> no, no, I think the clam hammer is the one down uh, over on the dock. What, what's that one called? Uh, it, it is called uh, the Moonlight Cruise. Oh. Well, that's nice. That sounds really romantic. It's it's very nice. They um, I had a a very well done chicken pasta dish when I went, and it was very romantic. And the music is very soft. It's very candlelit and very excellent for uh, nice um, talks, or so it seemed, with the uh, people who were there dating while I was playing. I would think that um, you wouldn't want to go to a place that had anything to do with moonlight. Only full moonlight. Well, this was, this was pre the incident. Ah, speaking of chicken, that reminds me of that uh, that Hampy Dancing Chicken place. Uh, it's uh, across town, next to uh, next to the Gnome Depot, and uh, and the Blood Bath and Beyond. Um, oh, the Jolly Pecker. Jolly Pecker. Oh, oh yeah, they're in direct competition with the Chicken Chokers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those don't, those don't sound like very romantic restaurants. We're just naming our food places. No, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I mean, we're just trying to. You think you know. different strokes for different folks, Calliope. Sure, I, I um, I mean, there is the whole other aspect to dating too, which is how, what are you going to wear? How are you going to do your hair? That kind of thing. Um, so you could always uh, use this. Oh, what is that? This is the stylist's cape. Okay. Um, if you wrap it around yourself and sit down, you will get a new hairstyle. Oh, man. Okay. Basically, it summons an ethereal hairstylist. Emmett, are you in need of a haircut? Uh, yeah, I kind of am. Damn it. All right. Here you go. Just, like, I don't usually put this on myself like this. Yep, and then just sit down in your chair and you'll get your, your hairstylist. Okay. Um. Oh. Oh, hello. What are we doing with this today? Oh my. Um. Um. Well, it's just it's it's real simple. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a number one on the sides. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. And leave about an inch and a half on top. Inch and a half. Mm-hmm. And then you you. Is that a familiar measurement for you? Yes. And you blend it up. Blend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. You fade you fade it up and then and then you round the back and that's it. Don't do nothing silly. Blend fate round, inch and a half on top. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing fancy. 
I got the same haircut for the last 27 years, all right? Do you prefer clippers or do you prefer scissors? Uh, clippers on the side, scissors on the top. We can do this. Look at yourself, you beautiful hunk of man. Yeah, that that's that looks okay. Um, all right, that's pretty good. Should we take any more off? Let's not. Spoil sport. Okay, that actually wasn't too bad. That looks great. Um, here here is your tip. Wait wait wait, hold on. How much are you tipping? I am tipping uh, a gold and five silver. Okay, all right, that sounds reasonable. As I say, you don't you don't tip your barber cheaply. You gotta you gotta be good about it. That sounds reasonable though. Yeah, absolutely. You should never tip your stylist poorly. You should always tip your stylist well because they are the ones who have your hair in their hands. Yeah, exactly. Um, wait, why are we tipping a magic at it? What do they do? What do you do with the gold that you take? Dungashan. Okay, they're they're gone and they're sort of uh, whatever. Um, all right, can I take this off now? Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, they did a good job. I think that was our first successful magic item. It wasn't like, it actually was useful. Oh. Oh, god damn. Oh my god, he's he's cutting the cat now. Leave the cat alone. The cat's not going to tip you. Here we are, little one. Yeah, let's take a look. Let's, we're going to put you a, a nice little lion cut. Oh, yes. You look fantastic with the lion cut. Oh, yes. Hold still. Hold still, meine Lieben. Hey, Jesse, what is Champions of the Earth? My Champions of the Earth is a live play radio drama hybrid about Power Ranger, Voltron, crazy action. Does it have teen romance? It has teen romance. Hey, guys. And, um, hey, hang on a sec. And what else does it have? Is there cool abilities? There's cool abilities. There's an original game system that we're playing together uh, and hey, beta hey, testing. Hey, guys, I mean, this is kind of important. Okay, call in just a second. We're trying to tell people about Champions of the Earth. Okay. It sounds um, really cool. There's uh, there, So it's a cool mix of high school drama, superpowers, and there's mech combat. Yeah, but right now, there are monsters coming over the horizon. What are we going to do, guys? We got to get out of here. Marcy, save us. Hang on. I got this. Find us wherever podcasts are downloaded. Check us out at championscast.com and go have yourselves an adventure.